0: Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm
1: Matt. And I'm Hillary.
0: And here streaming the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row morning show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com.
1: On today's show, did a Minnesota church tell its elderly members to kick rocks?
0: And we dive into a deep topic. Most gospel tracks are garbage. But first...
1: Preach that, Matthew. It
0: is January 29th, and we got a holiday to celebrate.
1: January 29th, 2020, National Puzzle Day. Today is the perfect day to do a little brain exercise. Whether it's a crossword, jigsaw, sudoku, puzzles engage our brain in more ways than one. Scientists have discovered that when we work on a jigsaw puzzle, we utilize both sides of the brain, improving memory, cognitive function, and problem solving skills in the process. By utilizing puzzles, people can stimulate the brain people can stimulate the brain, improve a number of skills
0: to improve I'm You so didn't write sorry. that. You didn't write that. <laughs> I didn't write so this. So I period. sounded like an idiot. So thanks it. for that.
1: <laughs> of course, we're not just talking about jigsaw puzzles, but puzzle games such as Sudoku and crosswords, many of which you can play on your phone anytime you wish. Challenge yourself to a puzzle today during your next break and tonight gather your family or some friends and tackle a jigsaw puzzle together. <laughs>
0: Well, it is Wednesday, Wednesday, and that means we're going to play a game, and I'm going to actually, we're not going to go head-to-head. I'm going to challenge you.
1: I'm going to lose. In a
0: game called, What is Real?
1: I don't watch Christian movies.
0: Christian movies. Well, this is going to be even more fun, then. They're
1: so dumb.
0: (laughs) So, what I've got is I've got five movie descriptions. Oh, Lord. Okay? Like, what you'd find on the back cover.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Some of them are real, some of them are bogus. You need to pick which one's real and which one's not.
1: Okay. I, don't, I don't want to do this. Can I plead the fifth?
0: No. Okay. First one, Tribulation. Here's the synopsis. Police detective Tom Kenboro, who must take on a mysterious group of criminals with frightening psychic powers, awakens from a coma to discover the world has undergone a frightening change where the very souls of mankind hang in the balance. Starring Gary Busey and Howie Mandel.
1: I'm going to go with, that is not real.
0: That is 100% real. Shut your mouth!
1: (laughs) Are you kidding me?
0: It's a real movie. It was in the 90s. Go watch it and just I don't cry.
1: Like is Velocipastor real? Because I keep seeing...
0: Velocipastor is a real movie, yes. Uh, but it's not a Christian movie. Darn. <laughs> per se. All right. Next one. It's called Harvest. In the wake of a mass vanishing across the globe, the small farming community of Pleasant Lake, Texas... Uh, becomes a refuge for the hungry and the lost. But when the one world government comes to seize control of all the farmland in the area, it is up to Big John Kavanaugh to protect his farm and his community. But he doesn't yet realize that the only protection he needs is from God. Starring Kevin Sorbo and Stacy Keach. I
1: don't know who Stacy Keach is.
0: He's uh you'd recognize him.
1: It's a he? Okay.
0: He's a dude. Old dude uh.
1: <laughs> I don't...
0: Harvest Real or not real Both Come on N-
1: Real Not no, real No it's not real <laughs> I knew the second I said it It wasn't real
0: Alright next one Deceived Oh
1: In- You're going to deceive me, aren't you? You jerk.
0: In a remote space observatory perched high in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Fake. A needle frantically scratches erratic lines on a strip chart recorder confirming extraterrestrial life. Nope. But is this message really what it appears to be or sinister forces at work? Starring Judd Nelson and Lou Gossick Jr. No. This is a real movie. (laughs) So far, you are 0 for 3.
1: Well, Matt, two left. when I fail, I like to fail fully. So <laughs> well, we got do left. everything 100%, I always say. Let's see if
0: you can get a clean sweep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: Waterproof. In this dramatic journey of restoration and salvation, we witness the harsh realities in both the rough streets of Washington, D.C. and the sleepy rural town of Waterproof, Louisiana single mother Tyree Battle struggles to keep her young son away from gang playing streets gang plagued streets and after her son accidentally shoots a lonely widow Jewish shopkeeper she takes him on the run to her hometown of waterproof starring Burt Reynolds and Orlando Jones waterproof real or fake
1: god I hope it's real (laughs) It is real. Yes! I'm going to go watch it. Oh, man. Burt Reynolds. Burt
0: Reynolds and Orlando Jones. All right, last one. Judgment. It is the imminent future. The world follows one government and one man. Isn't the future
1: always imminent?
0: It is a world of peace, yet still some fight the authorities. To crush the dissent. Earth's ruler arranges a trial of unprecedented proportion. When a champion of the Christian resistance is put on trial to be executed,
1: her like defense Wars.
0: attorney suddenly faces the biggest trial in history with the guilt or innocence of God himself hanging in the balance. Starring Mr. T and Corbin Burnson.
1: I'm going to go fake because it sounds like Star Wars. It's real. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got one right. I believe
0: all of these are from the 90s. Why would you way back when these movies were far worse than what they are now i mean they're still bad now far worse than so if you're thinking like we're (sighs) thinking that you could write a better christian movie well
1: you probably can
0: you got some attitude mister (laughs) but now's your chance we are coming out with a game called church flicks it's a card game it's a party game gonna be coming out next month uh, we're excited about it, and it, it plays like Cards Against Humanity, except it's you know it's clean, it's it's family friendly. Um, but you take scripts, unfinished scenes, and they have one line, and then you're playing your best line, your funniest line to finish it. Uh, we explain a little bit better on our website. Go to backrowradio.com/slash/churchflix. You'll find our Facebook page with updates. Uh, we're excited about it. We hope you will be too. Coming up next. Did a church really kick out all of its elderly folks?
1: We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of The Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio.
0: back to the morning side hug a back row morning show here on backrowradio.com we're going to kick off the second hour as we always do with five random facts
1: chocolate milk is more efficient at giving you energy than most energy drinks according to researchers from the university of connecticut what about those of us that can't have milk matt
0: well then you can have your energy drinks
1: i don't can't have you can't have that either
0: you just have to die i guess (laughs)
1: Nice. 90% 90% of all United States currency is contaminated with cocaine. <laughs> awesome. I'm not really sure how to feel Great, about that. 54% of American homes have a pet. However, the number one pet of choice is neither a dog nor cat. It is a freshwater fish. Y'all have a fish. We do. Yeah, a little beta. Stupid. <clears throat> Koalas sleep for 22 hours a day. Are you a koala? That sounds great. (laughs) (sighs) I had to wake up early this morning. It was awful. I hated it. Cracking your knuckles does not hurt your bones or cause arthritis. The sound you hear is just gas bubbles bursting. I knew that. Yeah. It is a big um, thing in my classroom for my students to crack their knuckles, but not at the same time. Like, I have one student that'll start by cracking his neck, and it'll go, like, eight different times, then all of his fingers, mm-hmm. and then another student across the room will do the same thing, and before the end of the class period, I'm vomiting violently because it sounds so gross. This is all I got. Sounds gross. That's it. Just the one.
0: That's all you can do? Yeah. That one? I can do that one over and over again.
1: No. John's <laughs> really good at it. He can... We're over here, like, pulling on our, <laughs> on our fingers. our can hear. What? not? Oh, they, but not you. They can't yeah, hear I can't this. Can't hear you because you're not doing anything. But John, he can He'll he'll, um, he'll put them um, like pray hands oh. and then kind of push backwards and he. Oh yeah,
0: I can't do that.
1: Yeah. Just kind of. He does oh. all of them and I can't.
0: <laughs>
1: but I can pop my every time I bend my knee it pops, so I'll just <laughs> stand next to a student's desk just raising my leg up. My knees popping. and they're like, oh, Ugh. that's gross. Yeah. That <laughs> well, would be
0: gross after a while. Yeah. Uh, all right so did you hear about this news story it was all over my feed but you don't you're not on facebook correct but uh so it no was I didn't a church uh, they said that this church asked all the elderly members essentially to leave to make way for younger people to come in okay and so i I read this and I read it it was one of those articles that, you know, first comes out and then just every news station picks it up because it's so inflammatory. And Is it real? Well, that's kind of what we're talking about. What? I would assume that most people who read this, which I bet are a lot of people listening, assumed that it, at face value that's exactly what happened.
1: I don't. Was it the pastor that said...
0: Well, here let's 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 read the, the okay, article. Okay, because I got
1: a question about it. Middle of you.
0: last week, social media was flooded with articles like this one from KCRG News, which said this: In an effort to reach younger families, the Grove United Methodist Church is telling the old folks to get out. The struggling church wants to build a new congregation with a more youthful bent. William Gackstetter, one of those no longer in the target demographic, told the St. Paul Pioneer Press, I pray for this church getting through this age discrimination thing. The plan is to shut down the church in June and reopen a rebranded version, probably in November. A church memo recommends older members stay away for a couple of years and then consult with the pastor if they'd like to rejoin. Most members of the congregation are over 60 years old. This is totally wrong, Gaxheader's wife, Cheryl, told the newspaper. They are discriminating against us because of our age. The church averages about 25 people in worship each week. There is no full-time pastor. A member of the church delivers a sermon. Regional united Methodist congregations are paying $250,000 to fund the restart. A specialist in starting new churches has been hired. Okay, so that's the basic article that had been going around. Different versions of that. So, your initial reactions go ahead before reading any further your initial reactions if you read that
1: My first. well, the first thing is, well, you need a pastor to make that decision <laughs> um, I, and the pastor would know that there is so much to learn from the from the elderly community, and I don't mean in like the sense of like old people all have you know are super wise and stuff, but there are things that people go through in life that you can learn from. Absolutely. Um, I think Jesus has never said, you know who really sucks? Old people kick them to the curb. (laughs) Um, So I really hope this is fake.
0: So there have been plenty of comments sounding exactly like that online about the disappointment and and bashing this church and the, the people that made this decision. But is that what really was happening?
1: Now, here's the thing. I think if you want to close your church down and you want to, to, to change some things and refresh it, that's fine. But you re- – well, and here I'm going to say something kind of controversial. Are you ready for this? Sure. Like the, the older your church members are, the more likely they are, in my opinion, to be steady tithers, attenders. They're going to help out because they know what it's like to not have – People volunteer for things.
0: Absolutely.
1: So why would you tell people, hey, we don't want your money. We don't want you to help. We just want you to get out. Like, no, you would say, when we have younger couples, take them under your wing. Tell them what has worked for you in marriage or in life. Because that's what the church is set up to do.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't. So. so.
0: This article comes from Relevant Magazine. A sad, heated controversy is bubbling in Cottage Grove, Minnesota, where members of Grove United Methodist Church say their church, which is about to undertake a hard reset and attempt to attract new members, has asked its elderly regulars to worship elsewhere. The church's pastor, Reverend Dan Wedderstrom, disputes such claims. Okay. Now you might be thinking... Wait, I thought it just said they don't have a pastor.
1: Right. Um, That's what I'm confused about.
0: The reason why is because this is not a standalone church. This is a small branch of a bigger church.
1: Okay. In the
0: same town.
1: Okay. It must be a big town then.
0: uh, Relatively. Relatively. Big enough. And this is one of the branches that is dying. Okay. Because, as it said, they only have about 25 people that even show up. Right. And most of them are elderly people, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. But that's the other problem.
1: We love old people here at Bad Nearly everybody
0: that goes there is an elderly person.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so here are the things that they're not telling you about this that you haven't heard.
1: Okay. This Tell church me. is a
0: small branch of a larger church in the same town, currently led by lay people with only a handful of active members and little financial support. Okay. Two, the church did not ask its elderly members to leave. It asked any of its members who decided they were against the change to attend the larger branch for a while instead. And if they wanted to give their church a try again after they had time to work out all the kinks of the new mission and format, they would be welcome back to come give it another try. Okay. Essentially, they're not kicking them out. They're saying, look, if you don't want to be a part of, of what we're doing... Then we still okay. love you to be a part of the main branch. Right. And if you have a change of heart in a little while after we get it going, please come back and try it again. And if right. you want to stay, stay.
1: Okay, that's good. So the far. The reason I'm okay. why
0: it's being framed as asking its elderly members to leave is because all of the members are elderly. <laughs> yeah. And so the people that want to leave or are upset about the change are all elderly. Gotcha. So it's not <laughs> So technically, yes, it asks its elderly members to leave. But it was well, a specific group of elderly members. It's Because not, all the members were elderly.
1: <laughs> I don't think that they asked them to leave now that I've got some more information. Yeah. Not necessarily to leave. What they said was, we're changing it up. Yeah. You, you might not like the change. Right. But you will like our main branch. We would love right. for you it to was, stay. It was
0: clear something had to be done, is essentially right. what the problem was. Is that now they decided?
1: If they said, we don't like that you're elderly. Right. <laughs> Go to our other church where it's bigger and we don't actually have to see you. That's, that's different. So, um, all right. And so in that,
0: you know, so in that original article, you know, it said, come back, talk to the pastor and see if you want to come back. And that yeah. is what they said. Yeah. Some articles actually wrote that you'd have, that they said that if you want to come back to the church, you can apply with the pastor to come back to the church, as in petition to come back, which made it sound even worse. Yeah. Like, okay, well, we'll have to approve you if you want to come back if you're over a certain age, which wasn't the case at all right, They were right. no, welcome back. Uh, it just so happened that pretty much the only people remaining there were elderly, and it appears that some of them... Uh, there are some of them that were very much for the change that want, right. you know, younger people to come in as well.
1: Yeah.
0: It was never about prioritizing younger people, people over the elderly. It was mm-hmm. about attracting younger people because the church has none.
1: Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, so yes, they are basically shutting down the church for six months to renovate and refocus the mission moving forward. But again, it is a branch of a larger church, not a standalone. And while it's still a bummer it's not like they are left disconnected.
1: Right. You still you know? have another church mm-hmm. that you can go to. Right. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, good. well,
0: no church for you for a while. Um, Wetterstrom, which is the pastor of the main branch, told the Washington Post that the strategy is being unfairly framed by critics. Several members provided memo notes of a meeting where the transition was announced, but the memo in the meeting made no mention of anyone who was elderly. Yeah. Uh, at all. Uh, no one is being asked to leave the church. People are disappointed that the service is being cancelled while we do these renovations right. and changes.
1: Which and is so understandable. That's where,
0: yeah, that's absolutely understandable. Um, what is upsetting is what always happens with the news is that they take one side, one action, and immediately take it to the news because that's the kind of news cycle we're in now. Yep. Instead of finding out
1: all, all the of facts the details from yeah. all
0: the sides before they release it and that's why we have so much misinformation online as well and that's why most people who read the original story are always going to think that's the way it went down yeah because you don't read corrections Mm -hmm. most most often than not anymore
1: you read the original news article, and that's that's you get your facts. Yes, yeah. that's,
0: that's the truth. So the bottom line: the church never said it didn't want the elderly members to be a part of the new focus. It only suggested those who disagreed with the new focus and thus would fight against it try another option. And in fact, those weren't uh, those weren't even told to get out and not come back. But instead, they were invited back to see the results of the new focus after it had time to prove itself and see if they would like to then be a part of the new mission. Right. So, I mean. There's still that give and take of who knows exactly how it was framed. No one knows exactly how the meeting went that they're talking about. But it seems like it's definitely not as cut and dry as all of the internet said it was the yeah. first day that story broke.
1: Good night.
0: But unfortunately, you're not, like we said, you're not going to see the same amount of stories with more information popping mm-hmm. up. No. That go against the original narrative, which is why I applaud Relevant Magazine for bringing this out um, to light. But yeah, it's it's
1: well, and I think it's it's, it's it's so telling of what news wants right now, like the yeah. like news broadcasting and things like that. They're gonna find something that supports their side. Mm-hmm. That's what they're gonna report. They're not gonna say. Here's the entire story. This is how we interpret it. This is what we feel, you know. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Here you go. What they're going to say is, there's a church that told all of its old people to go away. When in reality it was, there's a church branch that has decided to renovate to make it better.
0: <laughs> Essentially then, a dying church. That's what put it And that then is going to
1: reopen in hopes that it has... Younger couples, as well as its older couples, right? Or attracting, older members, attracting members new people. of all ages, yeah. But because the entire branch or church was all elderly people, you know, yeah, I mean, it, at first glance, you hear, Oh my gosh, this church hates old people, right? <laughs> but I can tell you that there we have. A few, I mean, I wouldn't, I would only classify maybe five or six of our members at, at, here at Highland to be elderly elderly, and they're helpful and there's so much that, that we can learn from them. One in particular used to be an English teacher. So I like to go to her and ask her about things because she knows so much. She had a solid career in education why am I going to look at her and be like, ah, that was back then?
0: So I have a funny story about her. Uh, her name's Ella. She's a wonderful lady. She's been around forever. Love um, her. This church. But she, like you said, she is an English teacher, mm-hmm. and I've been, you know, doing the bulletins and stuff at several different times uh, mm-hmm. in in the last twenty years. I've been in charge of printed materials and other stuff, and as as the show prep proves each and every week, I have a terrible. Uh, habit of not proofreading yeah. enough, or well enough,
1: and Ferrari. Uh, <laughs> <Perari>.
0: um, <laughs> and uh, so
1: the P and the F aren't even close to each time, other.
0: They're not. They're really not. And uh, she she always likes to call me out whenever I write something wrong. <laughs> and she she uh, did it a lot. She did it so much, and it got to the point where I knew that every time she came to talk to me. It was to show me some way I weirdly worded something or Grammar misspelled, was wrong, yeah, yeah in, in the bulletin. So I just like just got down every time I saw her walking my way. I am like, oh, what did I screw up this time? And so we made some new signs, uh, just some simple new signs to try and uh, show where the entrance to our baptistry was. Yes, and I put baptistry on there and I spelled it with an e, Baptist Uri, you know, mm-hmm. like that. And she came up to me and she said, you know, that's not how baptistry is spelled. There's no E. And I thought to myself, no, I I looked this up. And so I went online and found out it can be spelled both ways. Yeah. And they're both correct. And I got to show her that <laughs> and say.
1: In your face, see, Miss Ella. I'm not all bad.
0: So the one time I have had one moment out of the hundreds mm-hmm. where I was right. She
1: the one <laughs> she who... wasn't
0: wrong. Like, it's, it was spelled the way that she told me to spell it as well. But she was wrong about whether or not it could be spelled the way I
1: spelled it. she the one that told you that the calendars were too small? That the print was too small?
0: She was the one that told me that other ladies in the church had a problem with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: I told her, well, I mean... I've been doing it for two years this way and nobody said a thing about it. But okay.
1: I'll change, I I'll change I everything.
0: <laughs> That's, That's another thing I don't like about churches. I don't like it when everybody complains about everything, but I also don't like it when they have a complaint but they, they decide to anything. not say anything about it. They just, but just complain. Complain about it years. to other people forever.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the same thing as being the church janitor. If I've missed something, tell me. Yeah. And I will immediately go rectify the situation. Mm-hmm. Instead, they go tell the pastor. I'm like, why would you tell essentially my boss? Yeah, just come tell me, and I'll get it done. Yeah. It's not like I'm intentionally doing it to spite you. Or oh, maybe I forgot you are. to empty this small trash can in this one bathroom. Oh goodness gracious, he's slipping in his job.
1: That's the worst. <laughs> we pay him too much. We give him too much time.
0: Oh man. Just- All right, but that's another event for another day. (laughs) Coming up next, why are most tracks garbage?
1: We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of The Morning Side Hub right here on Back Row Radio.
0: to the morning side hug at Back Row Morning Show here on backrowradio.com. It is the third hour of our show. Hillary is with me. Today. Hour number three. And uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit bigger of a topic. Bigger of a topic? That's not how that's...
1: Bigger topic. Bigly. A bigly topic. No. 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 <laughs> no. A vigorous topic coming you. in
0: right now. About gospel tracks. Okay? And this was inspired by me finding one recently. Okay? So I went to... Walmart the other day, my whole family went to Walmart the other day, which is rare. It's normally just me.
1: That sounds terrible.
0: My son needed to go to the bathroom, so I took him to the men's bathroom. And in there, I saw a little blue card that had the coexist thing on it. You know, like you see in the bumper sticker of atheists and (laughs) whatever. Liberal signs. And I thought, I thought, oh, well, this is going to upset me. Because I knew that clearly there was going to be something written on the back. So I picked it up. And then I realized it was a gospel tract. And I'm like, Oh, this is going to make me even more upset than I thought. And so I'm reading the thing. And first of all, it's, you know, it's not even a postcard, you know, it's like half the size of a postcard. And they have 2,000 words on the back. I mean, it is the tiniest font on the planet. So I'm reading this thing and it's literally just going off about how, uh, oh, well, you don't think you're bad. You don't think you're a sinner. Well, have you ever done this? Have you ever done this? Have you ever done this? Well, then you're this, 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 and this, and this. Oh my God! You're bound for hell.
1: That's the best. And
0: I'm like, guys, <laughs> you, you catch more flies with honey. Is all I'm saying here. Yep. Uh, and so then it, you know, it then it shoehorns in the salvation message at the end, but it it starts it off by. Ticking everybody off and insulting everybody.
1: Well, if I read something and I'm insulted, I'm not going to finish reading it. I'm just going to put it down.
0: (laughs) And look, and we'll kind of talk about, you know, if there's a time or place for that here in a minute. But it reminds me of the time when I was uh, a teenager and a young Christian. And I thought tracks were an awesome idea all the time. I I had bought a bunch of tracks that looked like money.
1: Yes, I remember those. The ones those.
0: that you fold in half yeah. and it looks like, oh, there's a $20 bill. And I left little folded up $20 bills everywhere. Because yeah. those are made to just be dropped on the street.
1: You have to. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I never really thought through how this would typically go if somebody found one. It's a $20 bill. Pick it up. And it literally starts with disappointed. <laughs> Jesus will never let you down. And I'm oh, my like, gosh. Uh, this is a prank. This yeah. is a trick. This isn't a <laughs> disappointed.
1: Jesus you should be because this isn't real money.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was so bad, and I don't, I don't understand what I was thinking. Did you so, ever use tracks?
1: Here's the thing. Yeah. When I first read this, I thought you were going to talk about like music. i
0: <laughs> tracked with a T. Yeah, was, it was
1: different, yeah. I'm like, well, I guess sometimes the, the backup music sometimes is not as great as the <laughs> the regular music, like when you hear something on the radio, but they're not all terrible. But yes, the, the, the gospel, like the, yeah, the Romans Road and all that stuff on a piece of paper that you leave for people. Um,
0: I mean, Romans Road is at least non-offensive. The, yeah, decent, yeah.
1: But uh, I wrote... When I was in youth group, we never used tracks. Yeah. No. Um, we had we would do this thing every Monday. We would go to the skate park. There are several in Albuquerque, but we would go to a specific skate park. And we would take like chili and we would do like walking Frito pie and stuff like that and just kind of feed people. Yeah. Um, And they would ask why. And we'd tell them, you know, we're doing this because God has called us to. Um, you know, take the food. You don't ever have to come to church. We we want you to know that we're going to feed you as long as we can, um, and that opened a lot of doors. Um, and I feel like that type of thing opens more doors than a gospel tract.
0: Absolutely. Tract. Um, and the problem is, is that the people who are diehard track tossers oh, are are the people that annoy non Christians the most. I oh think. yeah. Because number one, the biggest thing happens on Sundays after church at restaurants all across America. Yeah. Where literally every waiter and server hates to be. Yes. Sunday is the worst, and it's because Christians of the are Christians. Awful. We're the worst. We're the rudest, and then we tip with gospel tracks <laughs> instead of money.
1: You know what? This is better because it'll lead to your salvation, and in the long run, <laughs> that's better for you.
0: You want a tip? I got a tip. Jesus saves. Have a that tip. <laughs> <laughs> And
1: And here's the thing. I think one of my friends, um, when I lived in Albuquerque, um, we would do this thing, or she she told us about it. um, And, you know, the waitress brings you your food. And this is not just on Sunday. This is kind of just whenever. And they always end with, is there anything else I can get for you? Is there anything else that you need? And what she would say is, we're about to pray for our food. Is there anything that we can pray for you for? Beautiful. Which is great because if they don't want you to pray, they'll say, no, I'm good. Or no, I don't believe in that. And you're like, okay, well, thank you so much. We're good. But it, it opens up. And there was one time where our waitress broke down and was like, yes. And just kind of told yeah. us all the things that are going on. And we're like, can we can we hold your hand and pray for you really quick? Right. And Those that,
0: are powerful moments. And
1: that shows people the power of Jesus way more than a piece of paper that says, you're going to hell.
0: Right. That you shows know? that shows genuine care, grace, and love. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, eh, yeah. I had this in my pocket all morning. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it instead yeah. of money.
1: Another thing, our CR used to do it actually, and we might. Here's an here's an idea. Every I think it was like fr- uh, Saturday mornings or something. We would take. Or I never went, so I don't know why. I say <laughs> that. They would take because it's a Saturday morning. Why am I going to get up? Um, they would take. Rolls of quarters. So it was everyone who was going to go would take one roll of quarters, and they would go to different laundromats, and they called it laundry love. And they'd be like, they'd put just two extra quarters in a dryer or whatever and said, oh, let me pay for this washer for you. Just different things like that. That's cool. And it's just, why are you doing this? Well, because we love Jesus, and Jesus has called us to love others. Plain and simple. There's no, we're not trying, you know, they, we wouldn't wear like, they wouldn't wear, like, shirts that say, this is our church. No, none of that. Right. It was Just be people. Love people. Yeah. If I can help you dry your clothes faster for less money, let me do that. Oh, you want a soda? Here you go. Buy you a soda. Or whatever. And and those moments are a lot more powerful than leaving something hoping that somebody's going right. to read it. I mean, if it's a fake $20 bill, they're not going to read it. They're going to wad it up and right throw it up away. Right immediately.
0: No, this yeah. is fake. Uh, so yeah, people leave tracks. I see the, the places I find tracks the most are in bathrooms, bathrooms, gas station pumps, like stuck up in the the, signage or whatever that's there. And then other random places around here, like, uh, there's like a, you know, those free, like penny saver newspapers and stuff. I find whenever one of those are empty, someone has tossed a few chick tracks, which we're about to talk about, uh, in there. And I always pick them up and throw them away immediately. Uh, and I don't know what they are. Yeah, you, you. if you don't know, you're about to know. Mm. But, but when people put these in these weird places, what is, What are they thinking is hap- going to happen? Are well, they thinking that there is someone out there who is just screaming to God, Lord, give me a sign. And they walk into the bathroom and they see a coexist track <laughs> or a fake money.
1: I don't know. Well, then- Speaking as a person who has come from a large, a very large church where um, before Easter, before Christmas, we would have like business card looking things that said like Christmas at insert church name here. And we would, they would, you know, our pastors would charge us, you know, when you go out to a restaurant, invite your waitress to church, invite your yeah. whatever. And so we would leave those like with, we would say, hey, we want you to come here at the times that hopefully you can make one of the services. Whatever. Sure. Um, So I think maybe that might be a thought. Absolutely. But that's when it's face-to-face. When you're just leaving something, most of the time I feel like it's just litter.
0: Absolutely. Nobody's going
1: to... Like, I have... I have...
0: I'm not 100% against... Definitely not against invites like that. right, right. Not against that at all. I'm not 100% against tracks, period. Okay. I'm against uh prank tracks.
1: Okay, yeah, like the money ones. Right. Yeah. And then
0: I'm against angry tracks. Yes. Tracks that try to scare you into heaven.
1: Yeah, that's not a real reason to that's love not, Jesus. Yeah, that's
0: not that's not the that's not the way. Mm-hmm. I know there is a time and a place for making the reality of sin and hell apparent. Yes. But to someone who you are trying to share the grace and love of Jesus with. Yes. That's That's not the optimal first route. No, It's not the first conversation you want to have because they're out. They're gone. They're done with that immediately.
1: Well, and that's their first opinion of Jesus. If they read a track and it says, you're going to hell. If you've ever thought about another person in a sexual manner, you're like, well, crap. (laughs) Uh, Then, you know, Jesus obviously doesn't care about me. But if the first thing they read is something like, Jesus offers grace and he loves you where you're at. He wants to... You know, make you better. Yeah. Okay, yeah, those I, are cool. What
0: I really like, uh, especially since getting involved with Celebrate Recovery, is my whole message has changed anytime there's anything like that. My message has gone from a uh, you're a sinner message to you're not alone
1: Yeah, message. that's good. That's, that's good. what
0: everyone's dying to hear. Yeah. Because everybody who's out there struggling, especially those who are, are not believers and haven't been in church... Those are the feelings that they're having. Yeah. That they're the only ones struggling like this. Nobody
1: understands. That nobody would
0: understand, that nobody would love, that nobody would forgive. If people knew what I've done, they'd never talk to me again. I deserve all these bad things. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that their own brain is telling them and the outside world is telling them. And Satan. Yeah. And the idea of you are not alone. You're not the only one going through this. Yeah. And that we will be here for you. That's the thing that draws people in.
1: For sure.
0: And that's the opportunity to share with yeah. them why you, who has dealt with the same kind of feelings, same kind of, of problems, are on an upward trend. Yeah. Because of Jesus. Yeah. That's 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 how this is supposed to work, everybody. Uh, yeah. Because so. that,
1: that grace should be evident first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I think. And then when people realize... Like, oh, you're right. Jesus does love me and he loves me in spite of my sin, you know, and he's going to love me through all of that, you know, yeah, get to that point and then, you know, give them a reminder. The Bible is 100% true, all of it. So that means, you know, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. That doesn't mean you hate people that do that, those Mm -hmm. things. But that means that you need to offer them the grace that Jesus has offered you. Right. But and I haven't found a track like that. So.
0: <laughs> and that's what comes down to the problem with most tracks, especially chick tracks. Why is don't... that they are focused on putting things in the wrong order. Mm. The way we believe salvation happens, most, most Christians, I can say, believe that the salvation plan works. Is that if you realize that you are... In the you know in the wrong vein, you're going around the wrong way, and you yeah. want to accept Jesus as your savior. You accept Him as your savior. Yeah, you believe on His name. Yeah, you accept the ABCs. You accept, yeah. you believe, and then you confess. Confess with your name. Most tracks put in a separate a, or a fourth step before the other ones. E. which is repent, and while repentance is something that we're called to do.
1: That's in It doesn't
0: D. come first.
1: No, it does not.
0: It's saying that you have to sit there and list all of your sins Ooh. and repent from them and say that you'll never do them again. That's, right then and there. And that's not how this works. That's not how grace works. It's yeah. a process yeah. for a reason. You come to Christ as you are, just like you said a minute ago. You come as you are. You bring all that garbage to him. You let him deal with it. Mm-hmm. You let him teach you how to remove those things from your life. Yeah. And that's why I have such a big problem with most of these tracks because they're worded that way. You repent and then come to Christ.
1: No, Jesus meets you where you're at. Exactly, And then he walks you through. He, he's with you every single step of the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you accept him, he's there with you every single step. And he works on you. It's not one of those things where you accept Jesus and all of a sudden you're like practically perfect. Right. You, and there's, there there's are things too many that you've got to think re- you
0: should.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, there are things that I know that I do that I've got to work on. But at the same time, Jesus is there. And I think when it's time for me to work on those things, I will work on those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think my anger pretty pretty under control for the most part. Um, I don't blow up as much as I used to. Um, but. Right now, what I think he's calling me to work on is like my control issues and my need to be in control of things. Um, So we're working on that. But that didn't start the second I accepted Jesus. Right. That started here in my 20 year of life. (laughs) Just like if you accept Jesus at 70, you're going to start right, you know, right where you're at. Mm -hmm. and eventually you might get to all of those things, but you might not, and it's a process, and Jesus knows that because he set up the process to begin with.
0: (laughs) So you said you've never heard of Chick Tracks. Correct. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. this is by, uh, these all came from a a guy named Jack Chick. There are hundreds of them. Okay. They are all very detailed, animated, like comic books, essentially. Okay. The size of a track okay but instead of just presenting a a gospel message they present what is supposed to be a realistic way that somebody like falls into sin but then he amps it up to be the most ridiculous and offensive it possibly can be it is the westboro baptist church of tracks dang so there are ones like Doomtown, a condemnation of homosexuality, combining offensively bad art, portraying gay stereotypes with a cheerful retelling of the Sodom and Gomorrah tale, tying everything together. There's even a terrible panel where, a, where gay protesters threaten to infect the nation's blood supply with AIDS. That I, uh, <laughs> There's one called uh, Angels, question mark where it is a crappy Christian rock band called the green angels who are upset that they aren't making it big. (laughs) And so they sign with a new agent named Lou Siffer, (laughs) who promises to get them laid and make them rich. And since it's obvious from the get go, that Lou is really the devil. It's no surprise that Thane comes with a steep price. And that price is AIDS, overdoses, and eternal damnation. Wow. The beauty of this tract is that the story is probably pretty close to what some of the folks handing out them really think rock music is all about. Because there's also a very clear bent against rock music in general. Kind of claiming that there is no such thing as a Christian rock band. <laughs> but they were invited to a church to play and they were kicked out after 20 minutes because the pastor was too old-fashioned and didn't like rock music.
1: I just...
0: <laughs> and hold on, and I, just in case you thought this was all too subtle, when they signed with Lucifer, their new agent, he demanded that they sign the contract in their own blood.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> <is amazing. laughs>
0: they have ones called The Trick, which is about Halloween and how... It's just, I mean, it's all wrong. The history is all wrong. It's all the the stupid, uh, scary nonsense that uh, the overly Puritan, <laughs> I don't know what to say, the overly crazy people have thought what Halloween was. Just for a reminder, Halloween was started by the Catholics. It's a Christian holiday. <clears throat> um, I, y-
1: y'all can't see my face. Um <laughs> But it's somewhere in that 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 part when Brock Lesnar beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania, and you see that guy, and his eyes are just real wide, and he's <laughs> just in disbelief. That's kind of where I am. Because here's the thing: no, just no. And the fact that that guy had to bring AIDS into all of it—like you telling me that people with AIDS can't in, can't get into heaven. Is that what...
0: That's that's one thing that they're like, bringing up a lot. Because yeah. here's <laughs>
1: the thing. There are many children that could can be born with it because their mother had it. So you're telling me that those mm-hmm. kids are beyond saving? <laughs> and that children in Africa that have it for one reason or another, like they can't accept Jesus and go to heaven? I've just... I, <laughs> I, Jesus saves all. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter... What well, it does doesn't matter. It does not matter. So this guy obviously needs to find the real Jesus because the Jesus he thinks he's serving.
0: Well he's dead now, so he's
1: Well I hope he found either, the he's real Jesus. Met him or he hasn't <laughs> this point. Well he would have met him uh, so that way oh, well, yeah, some, he could some say That's right. That's I never knew you.
0: So he's either hanging out with him or he's not. Yeah. Uh, of course but there I, was a chick track about the dangers of dungeons and dragons. <laughs> basically in a worldview the worldview of jack chick Dungeons and dragons was just a personality modeling primer on the occult preparing players to dive headfirst into a real satanic coven before she knows it young debbie is casting mind control spells on her father and her friend marcy kills herself after her game character dies i must have missed the game sessions where we learned how to cast real spells all my role-playing games ended with pizza and cheetos (laughs) <laughs> like it's there. just and there are so many and they're all offensive they're they're all terrible there
1: are certain things that you can live life without ever knowing and you're perfectly fine and and you know ignorance is bliss in that aspect had i never learned this i would have been perfectly <laughs> fine
0: to, i'll send you Be, some of some more of the best ones because because <laughs> Or China. I'll pick them up because that's what I find across the street at our at the grocery store across from our church. Someone leaves chick tracks all the dang time.
1: You should stake out the place <laughs> and find the person and punch <laughs> him in the mouth. Because uh, what? What?
0: So, let's move on from that. So. All of this to say, I'm not saying that there has never been a time where someone has picked up a track and generally been convicted by it, and it and it led them somewhere or it was a seed. Because yeah, that good. Jesus will use, he can't can use anything to bring you closer to Him. He can use a Harry Potter book to bring you closer to Him. But for those of you who think that by just tossing these tracks, you're making a better society. Find a better outlet.
1: Yeah. Pray for your waitress.
0: Find a more personal, loving outlet than that. Um, Do something. So we'll end where we kind of started with the fake money uh, ones. Uh, One of my my, uh, favorite funny people, um, John Acuff, wrote about this in his old blog, Stuff Christians Like, where he kind of mocked things that we get overhyped about. And one of them was tracks that look like money. But down at the end uh he said (laughs) he said what would be worse than a track made of fake money i thought long and hard about this because there's already a fake parking ticket track going around
1: oh my god abraham
0: piper wrote about that a few months ago after much consideration and a desire to be topical and relevant i decided what the worst track we could create right now would be and it's the fake pink slip With as many layoffs happening, as many people finding their jobs eliminated, or my new favorite term, sunsetted, I think a little track that looks like you're getting fired would be the most horrible. Imagine you come back from lunch, and there's a note on your keyboard. It's pink. It's official looking. And across the top, in in a font that looks all serious, it says, please pack your things and leave the keys to your desk in one of the drawers. You open it up, and inside it says... And then he thought, I'm not sure what it's going to say. That's the challenge with writing a bad track. How are you going to make a wild segue from you're fired to here's Jesus? Here are a few headlines I think we could use for our fake pink slip track.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: You, number one, you might not have been fired, but speaking of fire, imagine how hot hell might be. (laughs) Number two, you might still have a job, but did you know that your real job is to worship the Lord? Number three, your job wasn't eliminated, but you know that fear in your heart that you just felt when you, when you thought it was, God wants to eliminate that. (laughs) Number four, you want a job you can never lose? Become a follower of Christ. (laughs) Number five, who knows what you'll get? Who knows when you'll get fired, but today you could be hired for the Lord's army. And lastly, you've been fired. Want to work for a Jewish carpenter?
1: why
0: these are all jokes this is not a real thing
1: yeah no i get that so
0: funny (laughs) he says those are horrible but unfortunately not far off from what happens sometimes let's stop trying to trick people into jesus
1: like you know what'd be really cool like leave one of those money tracks like for your waitress but then like put 30 dollars in it absolutely They think they're getting 20 but boom (laughs) you get the message of jesus and 30 dollars More money than you thought you were getting. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. Uh, All right, guys. I hate this. That was just uh, basically an opportunity for us to rant. (laughs) And it feels good. It's rant Wednesday.
1: I just love Jesus, (laughs) and I don't understand why people think they love Jesus, but they're being terrible. I don't understand it.
0: (laughs) All right, we got a Christian music news update here. Two-time Grammy award-winning duo for King and Country has again reached the top of Billboard's Christian's Airplay chart. Uh, With the title track from their duo's critically acclaimed album Burn the Ships, the track, which marks Joel and Luke Smallbone's sixth career number one hit and third, stemming from their latest album, saw an increase... Uh, to one or to eleven point five million, mm, pardon me, Christian radio audience impressions. A song with a meaningful and heartfelt story for King and Country dig deeper into themes featured uh, predominantly on the album, including sacrifice, desperation, forgiveness, and ultimately hope and elation.
1: Luke Smallbone. Uh, One half of Forking and Country told Jim Asker of Billboard Burn the Ships is deeply personal for my wife and me and I've got to admit I wasn't sure how a song about the struggle of addiction would be accepted by people. I'm incredibly grateful and humbled because this song wouldn't exist if not for my wife's honesty transparency and strength.
0: The astounding video showing the duo fleeing a burning ship at sea has been seen over 11 million times. Uh, It's you know, they've they've been tied in with Celebrate Recovery for, for several a years now. A long time, yeah. Uh, and so they, they know full well what Celebrate Recovery is all about, and they have many themes of you know addiction and those hurts, habits, and hang-ups in a lot of their music. But I found it a lot more in this most recent album, which has come out since their involvement with CR. Cool. The first one since. I like it a lot. What's that last little bit?
1: Uh, for King & Country, enter the new year with a great deal to look forward to. The duo's unprecedented collaboration with Dolly Parton on the hit track God Only Knows earned a Grammy nomination for Best Contemporary Christian Music Performance Song. And won the Back Row Fee Award for 2019 for Song of the Year here on Back Row Radio, as you vote, as voted by you all. <laughs> While the duo's full-length masterwork on which on which the song lives, "Burn the Ships," received a nomination for Best Contemporary Christian Music Album. After the overwhelming response to the 36-date fall tour in 2019 for King and Country, received recently announced, <laughs> Goodnight recently announced 14 new North American dates for the Burn the Ships North America the 2020 Encore. For tickets and information visit forkingandcountry.com
0: Coming up next we share something we love.
1: Uh, We'll be back in just a few (laughs) I just read so much already We'll be back here (laughs) back row We'll be
0: back Back to the morning side hug as our show is coming to a close for today. But first, I want to share with you something that I love. This is something that uh, people my age will probably really—you mean remember old? Fondly. Yeah, in their thirties. HomestarRunner.com. I Have you never seen Homestar Runner? Oh, I'm so no. upset. See Sorry. How,
1: how, many, how many years younger than me are you? You're born in '85. Yeah, six.
0: You're six years. That's all it took, guys. Six years is all it took. For Homestar Runner to just fade away. Homestar Runner was the funniest web cartoon on the planet. It was a Flash like animated and voiced cartoon. Uh, They had so many videos. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos. The best ones were called Strong Bad Emails. Strong Bad was a character. He was like a Mexican wrestler type character. He wore a a luchadora mask and all that. He talked like this. So he'd check his email and uh he'd answer the emails and these were real emails that people sent in and he would just answer them snarkily, and then they make a funny cartoon about it. Great. Uh <laughs> but then the, the two creators, which are the brothers' chaps, Mike and Matt Chapman, they went on to have other jobs. They went they went worked for kid shows like Yo Gabba Gabba and stuff like that yeah. and and I tried to bring it back and make a couple cartoons every year, and it just never had the same draw. But for a while, it was the biggest thing in high school. CHS had to, I mean, the school system here, yeah. had to block the main uh, website because everybody was going to it in class. And apparently this was happening nationwide. They
1: blocked Hulu.
0: <laughs> so this was happening nationwide on this HomestarRunner.com. And so Homestar Runner people made a backdoor website nice. at homestarrunner.net and do had that. a mirror for every cartoon. And they never caught on to that one. And so we got to watch. And I was, the. in fact, it was a teacher that showed it to me first. It was our our choir teacher, Chuck Tipton. He showed it to me first. And it just it's so funny. So freaking funny. All the stuff is still up at homestarrunner.com. Sounds exactly like it's spelled. I mean, spelled exactly like it sounds. Um uh, I don't know if you'll find it funny or not, but if the first thing you should try is Strong Bad Emails. I enjoyed them. Probably not. Really funny stuff. They got a board game out just recently called Trogdor the Burninator.
1: Oh, I know who Trogdor is. You know, Trogdor, yeah. yeah. That was Every thing. youth group knows what Trogdor
0: is. Trogdor! All right. Let's close out our show with a Bible verse for the day.
1: Proverbs 11.9, with his mouth the godless man would destroy his neighbor, but by knowledge the righteous are delivered.
0: Thank you for joining us. There is a back row morning show every weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Mo and I usually bring you the morning side hug most of the week. Of course, Hillary's here this week. And Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Follow, that's your part.
1: Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. Join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to BackRowBaptist.com. If you love what
0: we do here at Back Row Radio, please consider partnering with us at BackRowRadio.com slash partner. There are several tiers with different rewards and incentives, but even just committing to donate $1 a month will get you into our private Facebook group, The Scoop, and get you our full Scoop. Scoop uh, <laughs> private Scoop. podcast feed. You'll get every full episode of The Morning Show Uh, Morning Side Hug, and you'll get the full episode of Church Nerds a day early. Of course, we also offer the Back Row Free podcast, where you get a weekly podcast on Thursdays from the Morning Side Hug with selected clips from our morning shows that week, and you'll get the full episode of Critical Hit with Hector Mira and the full episode of Church Nerds after they air on Fridays. That is it for the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, we will. We'll be back tomorrow. We We hope we will too. Once again, I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Hillary.
0: Remember that Jesus loves you.
1: Just say no to chick tracks. And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye.